I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This is Paul Hawksby. And Andy Jacobs. And welcome once again to the H&J Daily. Some of the best bits, highlights, if you will, uh, of this afternoon. <laughs> Hand-picked uh, prime cuts uh, of this afternoon's show. Very much so. Um, we were joined in the studio by Alex James from Blur. Yeah, he's um, a nice guy, and he was on yeah. good form telling us about his festival. Yeah, festival in festival, the, in the Cotswolds. Yeah. It sounds great. Uh, so he told us about that and talked a bit of Fat Les as well yes. back in the day. Uh, David Tossel from the NFL came on to tell us yeah. quite an amusing tale of his uh, trip to the new White Hart Lane, new Tottenham Stadium. Yeah, they took some the of the boys. Odell Beckham Jr. was one of them there yesterday. Was he? Yeah, oh, yeah, okay. yeah. He's, he just moved clubs. He just moved from New York and he was there having a look around. You might the, be related to the lane. related to David Beckham. Well, I, I don't I think that may be a stretch. <laughs> uh, and uh, what else? Oh, we had a chat about various yeah. things. And, uh, yes. Yeah, as you'll hear. So, I lost um, a bit of concentration watching yeah, the cricket. Of course but these did, things right? happen. Yeah. So here we are. The argument uh, which is better, men's or women's football in this country, can finally be put to rest. It's equal. They're both terrible in semi finals. Yeah. <laughs> was such an England semi final. terrible. But it was all no, the you know, ingredients for them you know ca- coming mean. up short. They weren't terrible at no, all. They, but they, it weren't. was just that. You know, miss penalty, the VAR, the own goal that was near. They were un- they can consider themselves very, very unlucky. Yeah, I think. yeah, absolutely. And uh, lots of games womanship. I thought, oh yeah, from the is USA. it refreshing not to see any diving uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. in, or time wasting in, in football? Obviously, in the men's game, <laughs> it was plenty. Yeah, right. I, I don't. I don't think we should worry. I mean, it proves. It proves it matters. It proves there's yeah, jeopardy. Of course, yeah, absolutely. So yeah, no. I mean, it was oh yeah, well, uh, Alex Morgan. It? She uh, she likes to throw herself to the ground, doesn't mm. she? There was a couple of those. Uh, let's not get upset about a little tea uh, celebration as well. Everybody seems to be getting very sniffy about that. I mean, you know, it's just yeah. a, just a bit of business, wasn't oh, it? Oh yeah, it was just a funny moment. Tea with England. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's right. right. Fine. I mean, talk yeah. about an historic grudge. I thought I thought America. You know, they, they, they look. First off, they were much the better side. Yeah. But I, I thought, you know, they they were. Well, they did that thing you often do, where they thought they thought defensively they'd be able to ride out. And they didn't really go for a third like Liverpool goal in the in the Champions League yeah. final in a way. Didn't they go the, for the, the third goal because yeah. they felt they didn't need to. And had we equalised, then mm. you do feel that had it gone to extra time, had we not scored in well, that last ten, ten minutes, ten women, it would have been a difficult. Yeah. 
Um, although you do wonder if Millie Bright hadn't had the frustration of knowing mm. she was about to lose, wouldn't have put that tackle in. So we may have had 11 players on the pitch at that stage. So it's a bit of a... Look, we'll never know. But it was a, it was a fantastic, really entertaining game, wasn't it? I mean, for 11 yeah. million people to have sat there and watched that, it's like, that's the only one they've watched. If 7 or 8 million, that's the only women's game they've ever watched, <laughs> they're probably going to come back to it, which is why we're going to talk to Jackie Oatley and almost top of the list uh, in the development of women's football in this country will be a terrestrial broadcaster. Collapso. It's a collapso. Oh dear. So instead of getting 400, England will be lucky to get 300 the way it's going. Um, are we going to we, we're check in with uh, Guy Swindles in a few moments time? There has been another, another wicket. Another terrible shot. Um, oh, Roy, Bairstow, now Butler. Oh, poor shots. Uh, yeah, we'll uh, cross the guy in a few moments' time and, uh, and update you on that. Actually, we can do that now, Guy. So, yeah, from bit looking very comfortable and in the box seat, probably about 20 minutes ago, um, squeaky bum time. Absolutely. I, I'm not quite sure what's happening. It's a, it's a terrific batting track, but from 194 for one, England have now uh, slumped, I think that's fair to say, to 214 for four. Uh, a little bit unlucky, Joe Root got a little bit of an edge through on a hook shot. But Johnny Bairstow, a loose, flat-footed drive, having played so well for his 106, uh, for his 106, big inside edge. And then moments ago, more catching practice, uh, this time from Joss Butler, who just chipped a ball straight to mid-off to give Trent Bolt his second wicket. Good captaincy, Bolt came back to take wickets. He's taken two big ones now. He's removed Root and Butler. So Ben Stokes now out to join Owen Morgan, both looking to get going. Morgan three off nine. And England, who were heading for a total, you thought, of 360. Well, 3.30 is looking a fair way away now. 2.14 for four in the 34th. ICC Cricket World Cup 2019 update on TalkSport with Booking.com. Book your next hotel, home or experience with Booking.com. Let's make it happen. Yeah, touch nervier than it need need have been really but anyway we'll keep an eye yeah, on that throughout know, the afternoon it's frustrating it's one thing to get out with, you know to great deliveries or clever cricket but just to self-destruct like these three have done is not brilliant uh, do you have anything else Andy do you want to uh, cheer Rihanna was at the cricket yesterday did you see uh, watching the West Indies yeah and, uh, was it the day before? Was it the day before? I think it was, was the it? day oh, right. before. It was in the yeah. paper this morning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But obviously a little bit behind. And um, she loves cricket so much, the Daily Star tell us, that her new London pad is just yards from Lords. Right. And um, it's very good of them to tell us the lavish pad is just metres from the Lords ground, dubbed the home of cricket. You don't have to explain. We know what Lords is. Well, that's is. what she's called her flat. No. Oh, OK. <laughs> we go around and watch a game with her. <laughs> No, well, it's nice. It's a nice area to live for her. Yeah, indeed. Um, I, I don't know if you saw this. This might lead mm. to something uh, with the talk sport listeners. Let's find out. Uh, we can't use the slightly colourful language that the lady in question used. But a mum ordered a party time banner for her son's birthday. Mm. But the one that turned up said Pimpty Tear. P-I-M-T-Y-T-A-R-E. What does that mean? Well, it doesn't mean anything. It was a mistake. What does that mean? What does that mean? Let's look at the subtext. Of, we get the Brodie's notes out on Pimpty Tear. It doesn't mean anything. It was a mistake. So she's ordered a big banner yeah. to say, Happy Birthday, Andy, for example. Yeah. And it came back, Happy Birthday, Andy, or whatever. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's a mistake. Oh, it's a mistake. what we call yeah. a mistake in the printing trade. <laughs> okay. Fran Taylor wrote online, at least he's only four, so he won't <laughs> realise. 
Mm. She doesn't use that language in front of him. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, um, the company involved uh, have done plenty of things like this before. They've apologised for the gaffe and offered a new one plus a gift, they've mm. said. But um, some spectacular examples of spelling mistakes. I think uh, partly time to Pimty Tear. Oh, okay. You with it? Yeah, we missed that bit. You were. I missed part of it. You're going to be watching the cricket all afternoon. (laughs) Have I lost you? (laughs) I think I've lost him. I've lost him. That's right. (laughs) So anyway, uh, if you've got some, uh, if you've got some beautiful moments, like maybe on a cake, even better. You open up the box. There's nothing you can do. The cake has arrived. You put it on the table ten minutes before the party starts. And it's uh, uh, happy birthday, Mim. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from Talksport. Now some of the stars of the NFL have found themselves by Chick King in Tottenham High Road yesterday. I don't know if they oh, sampled they? Okay. Uh, it's where I popped in some of the local hostelries because, yeah, um, they were checking out the the, uh, the new Spurs Stadium, the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium, where games, of course, are going to be played uh, in the NFL. Chicago Bears versus the Raiders and Carolina Panthers versus Tampa Bay Buccaneers in October. Uh, one of the players, Akeem Hicks of the Chicago Bears, was taking a look around the stadium and uh, his eye was taken by a little statue mm. on top of uh, one of the stands. And uh, he got involved in a bit of a conversation with the man we're about to speak to in a few moments' time, NFL UK's David Tossel. This is what happened. Kim, what is that? I, I don't know what it is. Sorry, can I ask you a question? Yes. What's the yeah, bird signifying? That is their logo, basically. It's a cockerel. That's the Tottenham, Tottenham Hotspur oh, okay. logo, yeah. Okay. <laughs> hey, check me out, though. <laughs> No, it's a cockroach. They got a cockroach on top of the stadium. That's pretty dope. Might do some research on what a cockerel is, but they got it up there. <laughs> That's <laughs> great, isn't it? <laughs> not a Spurs fan, clearly. No, obviously not. Good afternoon, David. Hi, how are you doing? Yeah, good, thank you. Uh, yeah, that just. What was it like? What did they make of the place? I mean, I think generally it's quite impressive when you go there for the first time, but what did the guys make of it? Did you know, the, the impressive thing is that these, these players are obviously used to playing in fantastic state-of-the-art stadiums in the state, but they all, to a man, walks in and kind of their jaws dropped at how good it was. I mean, they, their response was, you know, this, it feels like an NFL stadium. You wouldn't know you were in what is essentially a soccer stadium. You know, the, the configuration of it, the way it looks, especially with our field out, and you know, in the last couple of days... Um, when we've got a couple of events on there, we've had our um, final tryouts for our academy and we've got a flag football finals today. It's the first time we've actually had the field out and marked up as an NFL field. So it really does feel like a big-time NFL stadium and the players, have, have, to a man, have been hugely impressed, especially when they go in the locker rooms. You know, we've taken them around the locker rooms, home locker room, 5,500 square feet. I mean, it's just mm. phenomenal um, and the players are hugely impressed. That's uh, interesting, really. And uh, what's the first game going to be at White Hart Lane? The first game is the Chicago Bears um, and the Oakland Raiders. Uh, Raiders being the home team, um, so we've had um, we've had players from each of the teams that are going to be playing here this year. So. Um, you know, the guy we you were talking about earlier, Akeem Hicks, who happens to be standing right next to me at the moment. Um, uh, you know, he can go home and, and tell his colleagues what a fantastic stadium he's going to be playing in. In fact, in fact, he's right here right now if you want to ask him what he thinks of the stadium himself. That'd be good, yeah. yeah Thank you, David. Yeah, great. Stadium is absolutely amazing. Modern art. We got a cockerel at the top. I think this is beautiful. Can't wait to play in it. Yeah, we just played. Hey, the game. I heard it from the man himself. Yeah, that's good. That's good to hear. The um, 
what about the surface, David? What do they make of, of that, the synthetic surface there? The surface is great. I mean, you know, it, it's absolute state-of-the-art. Um, the players have kind of been obviously jogging around on it a little bit, um, and there's no issues with that at all. Um, you know, and as you guys know, the unique thing about the surface here that it, it's sitting there 365 days a year underneath the soccer field. The soccer field is currently rolled out and is sitting under the south stand. And that's the other thing I think the players can't get their head around is that there's a whole other field sitting under the stand that you just wouldn't know that this is ever used for anything else other than the fact that our our um, our field is sort of about eight feet lower than the, the soccer field. So if you look at the seats where Pochettino and the subs all sit, it's kind of like a head height when you're sitting on the when you're standing on the nfl field so that's the kind of the one clue that you have that you know we're at a different height but you know the technology is just phenomenal um and you know everybody's hugely impressed fantastic uh well good to talk to you david thanks for putting us on to uh Akeem, and uh, we look forward to the first game should be My good. pleasure thanks a lot cheers guys the hawksby and jacobs daily podcast hey i'm ryan reynolds at mint mobile we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Sharon, and here's where it gets interesting. Raise your hand if you want salon perfect nails for just $2 a manicure. Yeah, me too. With the Alvin June Manny system, you can say goodbye to expensive services that take hours and hours and love your nails more than ever. I would know I've been doing it for years. Get 20% off your first Manny system with code PERFECTMANNY20 at alvinjune.com slash PERFECTMANNY20. That's PERFECTMANNY20 at alvinjune.com slash PERFECTMANNY20. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Andy, what do you have? Oh, uh, well, <coughs> apart from being really annoyed. Well, I knew I knew you'd be really annoyed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we're going to see this cricket oh. film tonight, Ed, uh, The Edge, yes, aren't yeah. we? So I, I think it won't be great if you start shouting at the screen uh, this evening if we go no, and lose this game. We'll be over by then, I think. Okay. Um, <laughs> disaster, isn't it, really? Nobody seems to be able to drive on this pitch. Everybody's got out in the same way. Just you don't think New Zealand will have the same problems when they get out there? Because I think the ball will be hard, so I think they'll go at it in the first 10-0. They'll try and knock most of it over before the ball gets soft, and then that'll get them close to the total. It'll depend. John, who knows a lot about New Zealand because of his family history, thinks that their batting is not Our that. producer, yeah. Yeah, so we shall hope that he's right. He was there watching lose to Australia the mm. other day. So uh, Australia looking good. I think they're, yeah. they're more Indian going to win it. So uh, three overs three overs left, yeah. Yeah. I mean, England have got one way of playing, and it, it, whoever said it was right, somebody was saying... They've got to play on a flat pitch. If they play on a pitch that's perfect, they'll beat anybody. Mm. As soon as there's something in the pitch, 
I mean, this has been absolute pitiful. You're I mean, saying they're flat-track bullies? No, I'm saying exactly that, yeah. <laughs> uh, Dean Gadsby wrote to The Sun today with... Uh, Dean Gaffney? Dean Gadsby. Oh, OK, sorry. Uh, or as we call yeah, him, not, the great, so, yeah, the great yeah, not so great Gadsby. No, not so great Gadsby, yeah. Uh, this is less a letter, more a report. There's only one word to describe Max Verstappen's victory in Austrian's Grand Prix at the weekend. Fantastic. Mm. Max made a total uh, mess-up at the beginning, fought his way up the order and pulled a great and straightforward overtake on the Ferrari of Charles Leclerc with a few minutes... Few laps remaining we know that that's what we want to see in formula one thanks <laughs> at five o'clock at musclebury is the fridge spares wholesale selling states oh beautiful good for the touts got any spares <laughs> barney spares <laughs> not fridge spares obviously <laughs> obviously not looking for a thermocoupler bit of planning news bit of planning news yep. tottenham celebrating their first win of the season over harringay council martin lipton i think they're playing harringay council <laughs> they want to build 319 homes on a site in white hart lane where materials were stored during the construction of their new stadium yeah so uh, harringay planners had put the scheme on ice but the club's appeal was successful it sounds like a good plan that really if they're affordable homes new we always like a football documentary series and there's a new one coming up on amazon, amazon prime did you see this uh, mm. it's called this is football Exploring how the game unites the world. Hmm. It's going to be shown in more than 200 countries from August the 2nd. I know no more than that. It, hmm. sounds, it sounds quite worthy, um, but we'll find out. It could be a good watch. Um, it was interesting because, I mean, it's still not, I don't think, 100% decided, but this idea that whether Sky put the final of the Cricket World Cup on free-to-air and, hmm. uh, you know, they do a great job. We all know that and they cover some sport in a great way but I think this, they're missing an opportunity I've said this for a long time you saw last night how many people watched that game how good it is for a sport yeah. I think the final if you put the final on free to I don't think people who've got Sky you know satellite dishes or subscriptions and will say oh well, that's not right I've paid for it why should it be free in the final you know so I think I think it would have been good for cricket and good for the sport, but anyway, it looks like it's not going to be. Hopefully they'll, they'll reconsider and uh, it'll be a good thing. That's what the Times were reporting today, that uh, it wouldn't be. Yeah, it's a shame. Lionel mm. Messi has spent uh, 31 grand on burgers and chips <laughs> at his uh, birthday party, but so what? He earns 100 million a year. That's, like, that's not even a half a day's work, is it? Yeah. For Lionel. So not 31 grand for all of his guests to have burger and well, chips? Well, it wasn't just him and his wife. <laughs> He does spoil him, doesn't he? You go to his birthday party, you think, you'd be saying, you're getting all doled up, and you'd say, it's going to be a cracking spread. It's Lionel's place. He earns £100 million a year. Yeah. What are we going to have? I think I might start with the caviar, and then I'll go on to the uh, the fillet steak. And you get there, and it's basically Mackie D's. Well, I don't know. It was uh, the low... Leo, oh, it's called oh, Leo, Leo. Leo Ibiza Restaurant. I don't know if Jeff Peters knows. He likes he's working out there at the moment. He's out there at the moment. Is, yeah, Phil, but the fox. Anyway, look, let's get on with the clips of the year month, shall oh, we? Oh yeah, okay. Here we go. So uh, you'll be able to vote for your favourite clip uh, from June. Um, Pretty shortly, actually. We'll put them up there. We'll have a couple of semi-finals and a final on Twitter at TSHNJ. TSH Sport. T-S-H-A-N-D-J. That's it. So we've got to kind of effectively six clips. Some are two in one, but you'll get the idea. And what do we start with, Andy? 
Hello? Oh, sorry, I was just... <laughs> <laughs> no, you were just doing your watching the telly. <laughs> need another wicket. We start with Dean Saunders and Laura Woods. We'll turn it off then, that'll be the best thing. We That's might... not... This is a sports station, Andy. We can't turn it off, we have to keep it. Anyway. Well, you have to keep watching it, so if I have to keep watching it, I'm watching it, so you can't criticise me for watching it and then say, why are you watching it? We're not... We no, start not with not Dean... only watching, Andy, I think you'll find you're working at the moment We start well. with Dean Saunders and Laura Woods. Andy what? Townsend taught me how to play the guitar on the back of the bus. <laughs> hey, you could transfer those skills to a ukulele as well. No, could that's you? completely different. That's your mouth. Yeah, the Dean Saunders is blowing into a ukulele, which is why he's, he's not done that well as an instrument, <laughs> Brilliant. really. Uh, this is Neil Manthorpe reporting on the Cricket World Cup. Sometimes an overcautious uh, approach can backfire. Shikha Dawan was out earlier, also caught by de Kock. Yeah, Indeed. now, I think at that time he didn't quite realise uh, what he'd said. Mm. But uh, the next time, uh, we sense he might have done. They've got to keep up with the run rate. They've got to score to run a ball throughout the innings, I think, and then just a little bit of acceleration rather than a big explosion at the back end. So it's... Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, he certainly realised what he said uh, what saying that there. time. Now it's time for History Today with Ray Parler. Didn't realise 15th of June Magna Carta was signed all those years ago. Who? <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic, yeah. And then Ray went on to give yeah. us ten minutes on, on Magna Carta and uh, oh, Jimmy's brother. Magnus. When he, when Magnus, he, Carter. Magnus Carter. Jimmy's brother, the former <laughs> Arsenal Millwall player, of course. And we couldn't quite work out what this Chelsea caller's lasting impression of the retiring Fernando Torres was. Backs to the wall and, and down to nine men. He, he should have scored more league goals, but he, that man never gave up. He scored loads of cup goals. He should have scored more league goals. I was there that night in Amsterdam in 2013 when he scored. He scored lots. He scored lots of cup, cup goals. So when they often talk about him, they don't mention the amount of cup goals he scored. He should have scored more league goals, granted. But no one can ever accuse him of not trying at Chelsea. We know what he did for that club. He should have scored more league goals. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't know what the takeaway is from <laughs> it that. Sounds really. edited. Doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's not. That's <laughs> that's turning the league goals is the lasting impression. Now for Mike Parry on his preferred choice of accommodation. A surge in people living in bungalows in this country. I couldn't live in a bungalow if it was the last place to live. I'd rather live in a tent. How can people live in bungalows? How can you not go upstairs to bed? What, in a tent? <laughs> he hasn't really thought that through, has he? Not really, no. And finally, it's the novelist and cricket fan Geoffrey Archer on <laughs> Jim White's show <laughs> chatting about uh, his uh, England bowler near namesake, Joffre Archer. I met him last year. I was very, very impressed with him. A cool, calm head. But you're quite right. He's got to beat them up and get them out there and start winning. Yeah, it had a bit of a turn there, Geoffrey. And it obviously did remind us of something. <laughs> The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Well, we are a sports station after all. Yes. <laughs> oh, man. Fat Leses. That sounds all right, doesn't fat it? Fat Leses, Alex. They're not, not normally billed as Fat Leses, Alex James, but we'll kick <laughs> off for that. I'll take it. Yeah. Oh, good. Good to see you, Alex. Thanks for coming in. It's so nice to be here. Do you have happy memories of putting that together, that, that, that was that was a lot of fun actually yeah. it was all the drunkest people in, in the Groucho Club in <laughs> 1998 I mean we wrote it in 15 minutes like four weeks before the World Cup in 1998 mm. and uh, 
Well, they're still singing it now. It's, it's always crazy, in the sort of top, top, top ten, top half yeah. dozen oh, football <laughs> songs of all time. <laughs> there, was, there was one England game this summer, and I just I checked iTunes, <laughs> and it was number three. And while I was looking, it <laughs> went up to number two. <laughs> <laughs> That's incredible. Wow. People will probably know you better from your time with uh, Blur and the things you've done uh, subsequently, like uh, making fantastic cheese and and and, and, and food columns. You write food column in the Sun for yeah. quite a long time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. still still do the old recipe. Yeah, 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 yeah. But now I'm sort of trying to pull it all together. Together, mm. like doing food and yeah. music this on the great. farm. Uh, the big festival is on on your farm in the Cotswolds, twenty third, twenty fifth of August. August Bank Holiday weekend, yeah, Friday, yeah. Saturday, Sunday. And I've had like five kids made ten cheeses and twelve albums, so it's like <laughs> so it's just filling filling my house up with everything yeah. I love the most. And it is it is organising a festival. Is there's a sort of element of, of of poacher turned gamekeeper, you know, on the other side of the fence now, booking bands mm. instead of being in one. Uh, but it is actually the most fun I've ever had in my entire life. Wow. Um, it sounds it, a pretty daunting prospect, mm, putting this on. It's just like... It's just like any other party, except that there's 25,000 people coming. But, you, you know, you've got to get the food right, you've got to get the music right, and you've got to make sure there's plenty for the kids to do, because when the kids are happy, like mum and dad are happy. Yeah, and you've um, certainly done that. Mm. I mean, it covers a lot of ground. I mean, on the food and drink side, <laughs> you've got some real big hitters. We'll come on to the music yeah. in a minute, but on the food and drink front, you've got some great people, I take it, kind of doing doing. We normally thing. end up with about the same amount of Michelin stars as London for, 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 <laughs> well. for the weekend. But it's incredible what's happened uh, it, to, with food in, in Britain in the last 20 years. Mm. So, um, British food was kind of a laughing stock until quite recently. You know, the Europeans all sniggered at it and said it was brown and lumpy. Um, but but uh, there's, we really have gone through a complete renaissance in Britain, thanks to like great chefs, great TV programming. Um, and and Britain is now the most exciting place in the world for food. I think it's more kind of new stuff being developed and and stuff happening. And and it's great. So that we have like a cook, cooking stage. At, 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 at a festival. So, like last year, Marco Pierre White had like 10,000 people cheering as he stirred a risotto. It's <laughs> demonstrations, basically. There's, well, there's demonstrations, plus there's like all the best street food from all around the country. And then I've got my own bit within the festival itself called the Cheese Hub, where where I've, I've sort of it's it's a kind of the, the stupidest idea for a restaurant in the, in the world because it's only open three days a year. But like basically got Michelin style <laughs> food going on there this year. So it's like the only festival where you can actually eat. Michelin style food because it's great. kind of like everyone who's coming to see Blur and getting absolutely <laughs> plastered back yeah. in like 1998. They've kind of probably got like two or three kids now, want to have a nice time, want to jump up and down to Jess Glynn, but they want like nice bogs and you know, maybe some lobster. Lobster, <laughs> <laughs> no, that's so, always been important. DJ yeah. Barbecue, isn't that the chat we interviewed? And you wrote a book Christian, yeah. I couldn't He's do great. it without the first He's thing brilliant. we do every year. We book the Cuban Brothers, we book Justin Fletcher, aka Mr. Tumble, and we book uh, DJ Barbecue. Mm. Then we know we got a party. We can, I can basically hold it down with. with with those guys. Yeah, he's a, he's a good guy. <laughs> also, the booze, we shouldn't forget these days, with a kind of explosion of sort of gin in this country gin, and craft yeah. beers. Well, and I've, I, I trademarked the name Britpop for sparkling alcoholic beverages uh, a few years back, because <laughs> every time I hear the word Britpop, a bit of me dies. Um, and I, So I thought maybe you can turn this around. So, and I was going to make a sparkling wine, but I'd actually uh, realised that France has got grapes, and we've got like apples and pears, and we're not really proud enough of them. So I've, I've, I basically... Um, Doing, doing a kind of sparkling cider made from apples and also like a triple distilled apple spirit 
which um, which like Britain's best apple distillers doing for me, and it's we're going to serve it cask strength, so it's like it's like seventy percent alcohol, but it's Is that like a Calvados, but with apples. It's it's yeah. So Calvados would be the aged yeah. version, mm, yeah. Right, um, okay. um, so yeah, like uh, cognacs distilled grape juice, um, distilled wine. Uh, Calvados distilled distilled apples, but this is this is like eau de vie, like straight up. To the, as soon as it's distilled, so the only ingredients are like apples. Um, in the in the whole thing, is so you get this wonderfully pure kind of apple spirit, and it's like super duper strong, seventy percent proof. I think it's going to take a few people down. Uh, on, the, on the music music wise, you got uh, Rudimental doing a DJ set on the Friday, Friday night. Lewis, yeah, Lewis, Lewis Capaldi. I mean, God, I could kiss him. Like we booked him back in October. Yeah, he's, he's got so, bigger yeah, he looks since, all right. <laughs> yeah, he's just gone quite. Like every year, I've been listening yeah. to the. To, every week, I've been listening to the top forty countdown with the kids. Like he's still number one. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. So Jess, he's moved up the bill. Jess Glynn on the Saturday, topping yeah. the bill. And you've got Grandmaster Flash as well, which that'll be a lot of fun. And yeah. Elbow, who you toured with yeah. years ago. Back way back when they were, yeah, young young indie whippersnappers. Yeah, they did they did, they did a tour of Europe with, with, with Blur. Yeah, lovely boys. So I've absolutely called that favour in. I was like, yeah. guys. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> I mean, in terms of like... Uh, a, we're still we're quite a boutique fest- festival, you know. Twenty five thousand is not huge. It's just sort of big enough to be able to do everything properly, yeah. Um, but, but without being like com- completely ov- overwhelming. That's crap. Um, but so it does mean I have to like pull every string and call in every favour every year. So you know, it's it's, it's good that. We, but you know, it's it's great that I I know lots of chefs through my cheese endeavours and and the bands through the bang in the bass. Yeah. So you know, it's it's just a good time to. Oh, I see Craig Charles, Funk and Soul Show. He's, he's always, I'm a he's big always fan good. of Craig Charles yeah. and his radio show. He plays great music. He's really yeah. into it. Yeah, I mean, what I've learned over the years is is that, I mean, there's so many festivals up and down the UK every <clears> summer. <throat> I mean, it, it, when, when Blur first started doing them, there was just, like, two in the, in the whole world. But mm. now, like... Anywhere you go, like globally, there's the, they they just become incredibly popular, and we're getting much better at staging them, so you can add extra layers of sophistication, like like doing good food. But wh- whenever I go to a festival, I, f- I find the thing that I like about it the most is not the reason I went. You know, so you might you know you might buy something. Oh, elbow, I like them. I buy a ticket, but actually, <laughs> it's 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 the stuff that that kind of happens that you weren't expecting. Sure. So we're always trying to make it, it's. A brilliant chance to to, to 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 do unique things that can't happen elsewhere so we, we've got there's <laughs> i don't want to don't want to give too much away but there'll be a few surprises oh nice well, and it's child friendly, friendly too isn't it you got quite a, yeah a lot, lot of peppa pig's gonna be there <laughs> we are we always book peppa pig oh, good value. you should see a rider dearie me quite keep demanding. Nick on the old pool <laughs> crashing though with the chefs you get peppa pig too close to uh, ramon blanc um, <laughs> that's a good point wouldn't, that wouldn't be good would it <laughs> not at all. bring him to my tent or her indeed uh but sorry it's, kids i'm only joking that was it's never the really happen. simple stuff that the kids like yeah. actually like diving around in in haystacks mm. and like tree climbing we're doing this year and uh like we've we've just dug up a whole load we've, we've sort of made a path through a load of woodland that we got on the farm you know just, they, they, and just to hang a load of lights up and then you know i think there is there is a real sense of enchantment not actually not just for for kids but for adults as well you know when it's when you go to this place that's just just uh, uh, this sort of pop-up city yeah. where there's all this wonderful stuff happening you know it's, it's where memories are made
So where whereabouts are you in the Cotswolds? We are exactly at Kingham Station, which right. is like so easy to get to from uh, from Paddington. It's like ninety minutes direct train. I remember it was sort of what swung it when we, when we were looking around. We said to the farmer, you know, what's that? That, that what, is that a train station? They said, yeah. I think they go to London. I don't. Never been to London. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like it's a piece of cake to whiz in and out for the day, or come and camp for the weekend. You can glamp. You can camp. Yeah. You can. You can in and out. Bigfeastable.com is uh, got all the details and all the ticket details and everything as well on there and all the lineups. And you're playing as well. You've got your orchestra. Oh, yes. Well, a few surprises there. It's like orchestra with very loud rock band. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I think there's kind. Of, there's only three kinds of music. There's like, there's great music, okay music and rubbish music. <laughs> and they exist in all, all genres. <laughs> but uh, so I'm just, I'm be playing a load of like kind of rousing orchestral bangers that everybody knows like the William Tell Overture and 1812 and, wow. and stuff but with really loud bass and drums I good. think that well, would it's brilliant. That uh, give it a good list. to see you. I hope it's, uh, it goes uh, incredibly <laughs> well and uh, good to see you thank yeah. you very much for coming in thanks very Appreciate much it. indeed see you down there go and check uh, out the big feast of all Alex James Farm in the Cotswolds 23rd the 25th of August uh, we'll uh, tweet out the link to the website you can uh, sort that all out as well so good stuff you've been listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast hear the guys every weekday between 1 and 4pm on TalkSport. So there we are. That was this afternoon's show. Uh, our guests tomorrow include David Gow. Always good to see him. He's flying in. Yeah. Sop with Camel. Landing on Hope the Hope he hasn't got a cold like last time. Yeah, he gave you a cold last time. Yeah, he did, yeah. Not good. You have to have it out of him. <laughs> and uh, Jeff Thomas, former uh, Palace and England player. Uh, I take it he's climbing back on that bike again with the tour just around the corner. But uh, Jeff's an amazing fellow and we'll be chatting to him, talking a bit of football and more. Until then, thanks for downloading us.